This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, speaking of great, 48-7, to 7, I mentioned it earlier, that is the aggregate score of Wake Forest's win uh, or adv- sweep of the Winston-Salem Regional first round, first weekend of the NCAA baseball tournament. Joining us is the athletic director, John Curry. And although it was not specific to talk about this, I do have a question for you, Mr. Curry. Did did the Deacons score any more runs while you were dialing the phone? The Deacons did not score any runs at this moment, but we are preparing to score more runs. You know, uh, under Coach Clawson's leadership, I think we're the second highest scoring ACC football program yep. and in the top ten nationally. Um, obviously, Coach Forbes and Coach Jebby dial it up on offense, too. So that's just the way it is around here. We just score a lot of points and have a lot of fun. <laughs> My gosh, 48-7. to seven. You guys you guys need, a like, a mercy rule or something out there. I hope it continues, uh, and you'll have Alabama in town coming up this upcoming weekend. So the reason that I, tr- I got in touch with your office and the people out at Wake, and you guys, by the way, are you have such a great staff, so I thank them for helping facilitate this. I mean, I contacted, I don't know, two weeks ago or so, three weeks ago, coming out of Amelia Island, Florida, and I am uh, I am just curious, just your big picture takeaway from what those few days were like. Well, my big picture takeaway from those few days is that we're sitting here with uh, a national championship in women's golf and the number one ranked baseball uh, club in the country. Uh, so it feels pretty good to be a Wake Forest Demon Deacon right now. You know, our conference is really a tremendous conference that represents all the right things about college athletics. We have the best aggregation of uh, academic institutions, including the big four right here in the state of North Carolina. Um, we've got incredible national championship performances in lots of different sports, including right here in North Carolina with uh, lacrosse and some others. Um, and so the conversations that we had in Emilio, I thought were really productive. Um, we've got uh, a, a recognition that um, we don't always make the most money, um, but we do have a recognition that we have a really strong uh, group of institutions and that money is not the only way to be successful. And the ACC has evidenced that and Wake Forest has evidenced that. John Curry, athletic director at Wake Forest, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, I'm going to translate a little bit of, uh, of, the, of what I was able to take away from that meeting and that it seemed to me that there was a lot of bluster going in and then maybe the realization that this is where everybody is set in is that fair um i mean i i thought the commissioner really uh summed it up very well in his uh post-meeting comments you know everybody's under lots of pressure i mean mm-hmm. higher education's under lots of pressure uh and everyone is uh, every athletic director every president is under pressure to continue to um produce results and uh, make smart decisions with resource allocations um and you feel that pressure um uh, and so what I felt uh, coming out of the meeting was, you know, a continued um, honest and candid conversation about how we can continue to leverage our strengths. You know, you know, you think about it, um, we're affiliated with uh, ESPN. We got the ACC Network, ACC Network Extra. And, and even you, you look at, I think there was a great tweet last week about, um, you know, Yankees fans, and that's a great franchise. They have to subscribe to four different, um, four different services watch games right Mm -hmm. and that's not the case that's one of the strengths of our league is that we're affiliated with with one company and one 
uh, group of services. That's better for our fans. It's better for our student athletes. So there's a lot of strength that we have. Um, you know, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna outperform. Uh, we're gonna out innovate. And we're going to use our strengths and the strengths of our 15 institutions in our 10 states to continue to be successful. John Curry, Director of Athletics at Wake Forest, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Speaking to the 15 institutions at Notre Dame, other than in football, they're part of the ACC, and Jack Swarbrick was there. The, they're, they're also the biggest, the, the disparity between and the difference between all of the institutions is, uh, to me, is the, the the one element of the ACC that is never talked about enough is that half of the institutions basically are private, small private. You, I think you guys may be the smallest of the institutions. So you look at the Big Ten, and apart from Northwestern, I mean, they're behemoth universities. Uh, other than w- Vanderbilt in the SEC, they're all big universities. Even the Big 12 and the Pac-12 um, are big state universities for the most part. How much of that is, makes it even more challenging in the ACC? Well, Adam, I think you could really flip it around and, and go back to the strengths. You know, our, our 15 universities are really diverse, um, but they are all pretty excellent. And if you look at the 10 states that our universities are in, um, including the state of Florida, the state of Georgia, you know, here in North Carolina, we're the number one state in the country for business, according to CNBC. We're the, I think, the third fastest growing state in the union. You know, right here in Winston-Salem, we got 1.5 million people within 30 minutes of our stadia. The Piedmont Triad market that we're in is the seventh best market for ESPN in the country <laughs> in terms of viewership. So when you pack all that passion uh, in our in our league, uh, I think it's really important. You know, I've worked in the SEC. And I've worked mm-hmm. in the Big 12. Both are great leagues with lots of strength. Um, but every league, you know, sometimes people get consumed about, you know, which brand drives value and all that kind of stuff. The reality of it is, is that for years, USC and UCLA drove the Pac-12's overall brand value. Um, Penn State, or not Penn State, Ohio State and Michigan mm-hmm. are the bell cows of the, um, of the, uh, of the Big 10. You know, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, they really drive the ACC. I mean, excuse me, the SEC. I'm getting all this conference stuff confused, <laughs> right? Um, which is part of the cons, right? So so that's normal. You know, so what you really got to look at is is what's the depth of the conference, what are the distinctiveness of the conference um, that make it special. And if you think about the traditions and the broad-based excellence of, of the ACC, our conference is really special and it really is unique compared to all the other conferences. John Curry from Wake Forest is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. You said earlier that, um, and you didn't say it's not about the money. Obviously, it's about the money. Um, So I I have several questions when it comes to finances. It seems to me that regardless of what schools in the SEC and the Big Ten are going to pull in, and that number will probably reach close to $100 million in shared revenue when we get to, you know, after a few years of their TV deal, it seems to me like regardless of what they pull in, that schools in the ACC should be able to deal with appropriately, you know, pulling in only 40 or 45 million. But is is greed and envy entering into this equation too much? Hey, is it is Teddy Roosevelt, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, I, I may have to have- on the, correct me on who said that, but comparison is a thief of joy. And if you if you fixate on the gap rather than the advantages, then you're really going to have a pretty miserable life. 
Uh, you know, if you look right now, I mean, you can see across America how different people um, make use of their resources. And, you know, if you look at Wake Forest, um, we we have we do not have the largest budget in the country. And um, but we've invested strategically and we have the best baseball facility in the country and we have the number one baseball program in the country. We don't have a lot of debt on our baseball facility because we have really great uh, contributors and donors, and we've been disciplined to not build facilities, you know, without gifts to go against them. Um, We have probably the best golf facility in the country. We just won the national championship in women's golf, and we've won three national championships in men's golf. We have the best on-campus football facilities in the ACC and probably in the top five or ten in the country um, because we have incredible donors and we have incredible institutional leaders uh, like President Winty and Dr. Hatch before her and a board of trustees that has chosen uh, to make academic excellence uh, just like everything else about Wake Forest, which is excellence. So we're not beating everybody in revenue, but we're holding our own. Uh, and winning championships on the fields and the courts. You know, we're this, we got this, uh, I think the uh, second largest bowl streak in the ACC, uh, 10th largest bowl, longest bowl streak in the country. Um, we've got incredible fan support as evidenced by what we witnessed at David Cow's ballpark this weekend. So um, we've made good decisions here. And, and my predecessor, Ron Wellman, and his predecessor, Dr. Gene Hooks, who represent like 60 years of athletic directoring, you know, those guys made really, really smart decisions, and that's how we're going to continue to be successful and compete at the highest level. Uh, people people just tuning in just just heard John Curry, the athletic director at Wake Forest, just bragging uh, about about success, and you have every right to do so. I wanted to get to, to this, though, because I wanted to get to NIL at some point. Um, is In spite of the fact that you have so much, so many, you know, generous donors and contributors and those people who make all those facilities possible. Is there a feeling because you don't have enough of an alumni base, you don't have a huge alumni base like some of these other schools, that the NIL and the collectives uh, are uh, are leaving you guys a little bit behind in that area? Well, everywhere in America, the fact is, is that collective, the collective, um, I'm trying to think of the best term, but the collective phenomena, let's use that. Okay. <laughs> and let's see on that last, but, but the, there's no school in America where their collective isn't driven by the main collectives aren't driven by six to 10 to 15 people. You know, there's a myth that this collective uh, enterprises are driven by, you know, you know, 35,000 Oklahoma fans all giving a thousand dollars a month, creating a collective. That's just not reality. Right. Right. And so, uh, although I'm not involved with directing, um, roll the quad, which is a collective that is, uh, you can go to the website and you'll see that there's some six or eight Wake Forest people that are pretty engaged in that. So, um, Wake Forest is doing just fine in that regard, but, but ultimately, um, I think the thing that, and I would say for our league and represent Wake Forest kind of epitomizes our league. I mean, our league is still about academic opportunities for student athletes. Our league is still about academic excellence across the academy. Our league is still about broad-based opportunities for women uh, and excellence in women's athletics and trailblazing in women's athletics. Uh, our, our league is still about all the right things. And certainly NIL opportunities. I mean, we have some, uh, very uh, successful women student athletes at Wake Forest who've been able to um, to um, 
take advantage of the both academic and academic, um, athletic and academic prominence they've achieved to, to do NIL deals with major corporations. And so, um, we're holding our own in that regard, and we're going to be just fine in that regard. So you're not in any way uh, you, you're not not I'm not saying anti name, image, and likeness, but w- w- what if any reservations do you have about the NIL, I guess, system and the way it has played out? I know the NCAA was was worried that it would be a recruiting inducement. I don't know how you're ever going to get away from that. Uh, because there's always been money that has lured players to schools, uh, athletes to schools. So uh, is there anything about the NIL system that you would like to see done differently? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. i got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't have the answer to it. I mean, it's such a complex, um, it's such a complex issue, and there's so many things that are right about the NIL um, environment. You know, uh, Emilia Malaccio, who just participated mm-hmm. and won the national championship. Uh, for Wake Forest and women's golf, he's from Cary, uh, right there yeah. uh, in, in your market. Um, who's who is Amelia is a great example. She's been working for the Golf Channel as an as an announcer yep. over the last two or three years. Amelia wrote a novel and public self published a novel uh, <laughs> five years ago. And literally five years ago, when she self published that novel, she had to pay back like three hundred dollars in royalties because it fell under the old rules, right? right. So I'm all for the um, appropriate liberalization of, of, of NIL uh, rules. I think the, the bigger challenge that college athletics faces is this idea uh, with the Johnson case and some of the other cases about whether or not we're going to classify student-athletes as employees. And um, there is enormous value that student-athletes receive uh, from the athletic scholarship, from their NIL opportunities, uh, from their um, uh, cost of attendance supplements, from access to elite universities like North Carolina State and Duke and Chapel Hill and Wake Forest uh, through their athletic prowess. So there's a lot of great things about it that are that, you know, the, the employment issue um, that 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 will create another level of complexity for everyone to deal with. It's far more significant than um, kind of the short term. Uh, uh, NIL uh, collective uh, phenomena. Two more quick things for John Curry, and then I will let you go. I've t- taken up way too much of your, I was going to call it morning, but it's really not. It, this it is, is a lot more fun than work, right? <laughs> this is a lot more fun than work. So I, I appreciate the break. I 100% agree with you, John. Um, just, I'm just, I've always thought like people think we need more revenue. We need to figure out a way to get more revenue, to get more money from ESPN. It looks to me like there are more games on fri- football games on Friday night. Um, is that one way to create more revenue for the league? Maybe saying Friday night football is an ACC staple. Well, under our commissioner, uh, Commissioner Phillips' leadership and working with our ESPN partners, I, I, think, I think what we're really talking about is value, right? So how, how do we deliver value to our media partner, ESPN? And in turn, how do we use 
uh, the exposure that comes to our universities uh, to deliver value to our universities and the communities that we serve, right? And so, you know, some of those windows, uh, you, you take Virginia Tech, for instance. You know, years ago, Virginia Tech leveraged Thursday night yep. and a willingness to be on Thursday night to build their program. And you look at where that university is from a total enrollment now versus where it was 25 years ago. And part of that's because they leveraged that Thursday night uh, window so everybody in America could see what a great atmosphere it is at Virginia Tech, right? Mm -hmm. And so looking at those kind of opportunities um, to to provide more value and more exposure for our student athletes in our programs uh, is important. And in turn, uh, that provides you know, value to our partners. And it's a partnership. You know, last year, uh, when uh, Wake Forest and, and Clemson were playing, um, you know, a top 10 matchup. And unfortunately, uh, we lost in overtime. But in the in the fourth quarter of that game, 5.8 million people mm -hmm. were watching Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Demon Deacons against the Tigers. That's valuable um, to uh, to our partners. But it's also really valuable to Wake Forest University. It's valuable to our student-athletes who are participating. Uh, and it's valuable to Winston-Salem. And one more thing. Look, I... Whether it's Friday night, I know that that angers football coaches, especially here in uh, the state of North Carolina with Friday night high school football. Uh, but I don't know, maybe Tuesdays. Just just a way to set yourself apart and to make it appointment viewing, especially for ACC fans. And one final thing, uh, I have become, over the last year and a half, a very big fan of uh, international domestic football. And there are ads on uniforms. Is that something we could see? At some point, yeah. Well, um, you know, we we already have one ad uh, under the NCAA rules. You can have one logo, uh, which is the apparel logo, right? right so, but uh, Nike is a proud partner and sponsor, so you'd have to have a change of an NCAA rule to have, um, you know, Truist or a Legacy or or one of our other partners yeah. on a uniform. That would be worth something, wouldn't it? Especially as many bowl games as you guys are in. Well, there's always. Uh, <laughs> there, there's always potential value uh, in different opportunities, and you weigh those against, uh, you know, other consequences or unintended uh, or otherwise. Um, and I believe that generally uh, we can strike the right the right balance. Um, but right now we're focusing on host, hosting uh, the Crimson Tide <laughs> this weekend, which is a great, uh, you know, it's a great matchup uh, for Wake Forest with 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 Alabama with the great uh, storied program. John Curry, Athletic Director at Wake Forest. Thanks for putting up with me, man. I appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend, and we will talk to you again, I'm sure. Thanks so much for having me, Adam. Go deep. You got it. John Curry, the Athletic Director at Wake Forest.